This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. What's up, Shelb? What's up, Caleb? Kind of uh, the way I said "What's up, Shelb?" kind of gave like morning radio show vibes, don't you think? Yeah, and then the way I said your name was kind of like Caleb. What's up, <laughs> Which, Caleb? Caleb. Whenever my mom gets drunk, she pronounces my sister's name differently. My sister's yeah. name's Alana, and when my mom gets drunk, she calls her Ilana. And wow. then when we say, why are you calling her that? She goes, that's how it's spelled. She's <laughs> in charge. Say, you chose the spelling and you've pronounced it forever, Alana. <laughs> She's in charge. Oh, we also, <clears throat> keeping records heads, record record keepers, record fans, record nuts. <laughs> Keepies, we, keepos. <laughs> it's been a second since Shelby and I have done an original artifact on the show. And we want to explain to you why that is. Well, here's the thing. We want to do it. We're still interested. We want to tell We think they're really cool and interesting. We keep recording our episodes about 27 hours before they have to come out, and it's horrible for Mike, and it's bad for us. And you guys love Mike. You guys love Mike, and you would hate if we put him out. Admit it. Yeah. You have to admit it. So we're already putting him out. We can't put him out further. It's not because he's asked us to. We just, every time that we record truly 15 minutes before that needs to be dropped, we say, let's not do an artifact this week. Next episode, after Marcel, we are going to do an artifact. Oh, Stop beating our doors lead. down. Stop. He buried the lead. Yeah, well, I'm tra- radical transparency, <laughs> radical truth. I'm tired of the politics. Radical candor. You have to have radical candor on this podcast. <laughs> I'm tired of the politics. We're doing it real from now on. Um, Shelby, how are you? You know, I am understanding in this moment that I'm going to be really sore later. You went to the gym with us this morning. Yeah, I did. And I know and I know what it's about to what about what the next like 48 is going to be like for me. Yeah, you kind of when I come home from the gym and the next day or so I complain about being sore, you kind of you kind of think I'm being a baby, but now you're living it. Well, Uh-oh. you are. No! <laughs> no don't say that yes it's true, it's true. yeah i am I'm a i baby. every time i work out no matter how hard i do but i only like i don't like if i work out and i don't feel sore because then i feel like i didn't do it i'm like well okay did i actually work a muscle or did okay. i just sort of like hold some stuff okay you know what i mean yeah you disagree you like the feeling of not being sore Oh, I, well, yeah, and there's no, there, I never want to be uncomfortable in life. I don't like doing anything that I don't like. I, I, I should always be doing exactly what I want to be doing. Well, then you'll never grow. Well, then and you'll I, never grow. And I'm really okay with that. I would be okay with that, but people make me feel bad about it. So I go to the gym. Yeah, and do stuff yeah, 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 yeah. Did I ask how you are? No, you did not. But you did say did- yeah 17 times, which was interesting. Well, I wanted people to know that I felt yeah. yeah. Um, how are you? I'm good, dude. I, um, gosh, what's going on with me? I'm, 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 I'm booking flights and hotels and shows in other cities. And it is so fascinating for me to be doing that because the world is, say it with me, closing again. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) what's going on and I'm scared that I'm doing all this for nothing. Um, and we'll just have to see what comes up with it. But that right now I'm currently just planning my life as if everything's going to be okay. That's iconic. I love to be, you know, oblivious. Oh, yeah. That's how I get through life, baby. Just (laughs) pretending that nothing is bad. That's how I do it. Yeah. He's an optimist, folks. Really? My biggest... I'll say this, and then we'll... Speaking of iconic, bring in our guests. This is the last thing I'll say for the intro. I I got so depressed in college because I could not stop thinking about (laughs) the idea of my life ending. And the way I fixed it, and what works for me to this day, is that when I think of... When I'm confronted with death in media or the news or anything, I just go... Oh, I'm not going to die. And, and the, the, I just go, oh, that's not for me. That happens to other people. And God, it fixed my we depression. We are so different. You know that I constantly am telling people I'm going to die young. 
Yeah. And I used to believe that about myself. And then I changed my, I have, now I have a billionaire mindset and I have a growth mentality. I have a billionaire mindset. You guys, we are so excited about our guest today. She's an absolute icon. You know her from doing stand up. you know her from the podcast, the scroll down on Headgum. Brand new podcast. You guys have to go listen and absolutely take that. We'll say, we'll have her say it again at the end of the episode, but on July 31st, she's going to be performing in New York city at the bell house. Please put your paws and fins and mittens <laughs> and together. And everything in between together. <laughs> for our best friend in the whole world, Marcella, Marcella Arguello. Y'all are kooky. You're a little kooky. I like Stop. it. Stop. Marcella, quit. You're <laughs> kooky. It's so, it's no, I'm not. Take that back right now. You got to No, I fucking You're not won't. You got a kooky little stack of papers behind you. You got a kooky little stack of papers. Yeah, you are kind of in like... A, a real office. office. I'm so stressed. <laughs> that was a good impression. That that gave me kind of uh, Diane Keaton vibes. Yeah. I'm so stressed. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Because I said my, so. The love of my life is on the other side of that door. <laughs> hey, yeah, Marcella. you are serving sort of like journalist in a '90s rom-com. Yes, that. For those for those listening, uh, for those left I'm in my mother's office. That's what this is. There's I love that. I, I don't know if she's still married, but she's gonna find love soon. I can where, tell from the office. Marcella, where Dare are you? Talk about my dead father that way, you fucking oh, bitch. No. Oh my god, Shelby, apologize now. Yeah, Thank I you. am sorry. I am sorry. Apology rejected. What's the point of an apology? Okay. <laughs> what? Where are you in the world? Where is your mom's office at? In Modesto, California. Modesto. Why do yeah. I know the name Modesto? What Everybody is it from? knows Scott Peterson, Lace. What's her name? That's, oh, that's my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Claim to fame. Damn, yeah, that's it's crazy. 209 till I die or get murdered. 209. <laughs> Either way. Good to know. Uh, how are you doing? How is your life, do you think? You know what? A global tragedy aside, I'm doing great. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm healthy. You know? Fuck global tragedy. We're talking about you. You're chilling. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing great. I'm fine. I'm happy. I I, I performed last night with Nicole Byer. That's always fun. And um, she's you a know, riot. She's the best. She's great. She's working on her hour. It's so fun to watch. So I'm happy. How did you? I'm. I, I, we're really excited about your new podcast with Nicole. How did y'all come up with that? Like, what is the origin story? Well, me and Nicole know each other through social media. That's how we quote unquote met is like we just it, were admiring each other's um, goofy shit on Twitter and we became and I was just like, hey, do you want to be IRL friends? Because um, she's also like, you know, because a lot of times you admire somebody online like y- y'all, for example, and then you're like, you're 25. I don't want to <laughs> hang out with you. What am I, what are we Wait, talk about? stop. Stop there. You're saying you wouldn't hang out with us? We've been nothing but I kind. I mean, I might Well, I was a little you. bit mean a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. you did bring she up the dad, up my dad stuff, dad which was weird. Aggressively, yeah. Yeah, and, that was fucked up. Um, you know, I'm 36. We're going to have some limitations, okay? We have uh, so many 36-year-olds. We have friends that are older than you, dog. This is not an issue. It. I believe it. But you got Caleb's understand. been friends with his friend's mom since he was six. Yeah, that's I, always look, been my deal. And look, me and Caleb would probably get along because that's how I was, you know? Like if you I was that way, too, but Caleb yeah, a little bit more. If you don't have the mentality, we probably can't be friends. But with that being said, I also just like to have women friends that are my age, you know? Yeah. I don't have to explain <laughs> that to you now, do I, Caleb? I hope not. Yeah, you absolutely... On my podcast? Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do have to explain that to me. And no, so- I love that. Yeah, so I was like, you know, we're around the same age, so I was like, let's be friends in real life. Um, and so, and then we just met, and it was like a date. It was so fun, you know. You know, making friends is nice. Yeah. And so we, and then we hit it off, and I was just like, oh, I would love to do a podcast with somebody who's not a stand-up comedian. We are insufferable human beings, and uh, and then it worked out. So here we are. We just want to, we because I also like talking shit with her. You, you know, you Ooh. guys have a good back mm-hmm, and forth. Mm-hmm. Like when you find someone that knows how to talk shit and is as observant as you mm-hmm. and who knows yeah. all bets are off and who knows yes. when to to seed space take up space when to when to triple down on something when something's over talking shit with somebody who who understands your talking shit love language is an experience that it's it's close to god yes thank you caleb mm-hmm. amen mm-hmm. amen mm-hmm. so you're so that's right what about me and that. and we consider your podcast to be church yeah your podcast is church <sighs> thank you so much Thank you so much. It's me, Beyonce. I just want to say y'all are blessing. <laughs> oh my God, SNL audition. Thank SNL audition. Oh my God, so we got much. Beyonce on the pod. It's me, oh Beyonce. My God. You know, we're going to keep some golden records up in here, you know? 
We have to do, we have to redo the intro. We have to pretend that Beyonce's on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're so excited for our guest. Having Beyonce on the podcast would be insane. Yeah, she'd be like, yeah, all my stuff. Let's just put that. My in, shit. Yeah, see yeah. y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to be there. My stuff there. and wishing... At this point, almost everybody happy birthday. It used yeah. to be exclusive, but now she's really getting crazy with it. Yeah, she's she getting a little loosey-goosey with them birthday wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one this year, which was insane, I thought. Yeah, shout out to you. you, you that she posted that little baby picture. You look exactly the same as yeah, you did. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's true. Oh, what Caleb's is... just taking a pretty long drink. Oh, sorry. I thought, well, you know, I thought other people could fill in the, but. but no, if it I'm seemed the... like you were about to say something. I looked at your host. She was like, if I'm the star of the show. she was admiring you drink that water. Aww, well, because really you. Mm, I thought, I thought you were about to say something and then you took the longest, quietest yeah. sip of you water. You thought it was going to be like, and Beyonce wished me a... she's a bitch. <laughs> like you didn't know yeah, where just went, that He just went like, going. so anyway. <laughs> Don't you ever for a second get to th- I, I do the whole song. I I take one drink and do the entire irreplaceable. irreplaceable. <laughs> Shelby, I go ahead and get gone. No, you know what's you? What is that heartbreaking song that she has? Which one? Um, we built it's sandcastles. Sandcastles. We built sandcastles. That washed away. God damn, that that makes me cry. And well, that was that was sort of that whole album. It is shocking they're still married. That whole album, I was like, leave him. Yeah, Marcella, where do you stand on that? Oh, I mean, I feel like I mean these are two business people. Like, I feel like they went into <laughs> her making lemonade as like a business agreement. Like, okay, here's what's gonna happen: if we're gonna stay together, I'm gonna put you on blast, and then we're gonna tie it up in a little bow at the end, and we're gonna be like, no, but we're still together. And then when that is a hit, we'll sell a lot of tickets because people will think we might be breaking up. And then you're gonna go on tour with me, and you're gonna sometimes do some songs, but not really. You're just a filler husband, you know. And then after that, we're gonna do an album together they're called carters and we're going to show people that we are so happy and we just can make an album about whatever the fuck we want because fuck everybody and we're meant to be with each other i mean and that's where kanye went wrong with kim he they didn't make an album together well let me tell you i I could go on and on about kanye and kim that's like that's my shit right there well i think that's a relationship that i really do think was a business agreement i disagree i don't think so i think he was obsessed with her i think that i think so too i think in a scary way yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, I think he was obsessed with the concept of having like a hot bait. Like once Jay bagged Beyonce, Kanye's mind just went to shit. He just was like looking for someone hotter, someone cooler. And it's like, bro, there isn't. There, the, the, that bitch does not There's exist. Not, Rihanna, bitch does not, maybe. Maybe, maybe. And, and it's, a, it's an even thing. Yeah, I think Rihanna, between Rihanna and Beyonce, it's like the cool and hot mix there. Rihanna and Beyonce is MJ to LeBron. It's, you, they play different pick. positions. You, you cannot, pick. you cannot. You you yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. They're giving they're different not comparable. things. Yeah, they're literally. giving different things. But she's also like, she's not traditional, you know? Like Rihanna's not traditional. Yeah. So like, she's not looking for that husband. She's not looking you know the way Beyonce was very southern is very southern and she was looking for that she was looking for her partner Rihanna is not looking for no partner she is her own partner I do Marcel I do like your your take that um the the whole lemonade fallout and Beyonce staying with Jay-Z I like your take that that's a Bill and Hillary setup I like that it idea. really is I mean yeah. and the, I mean look they they got together because they both were business savvy like imagine Beyonce who is such a hard I mean he rapped about it over the years like the, and she's 23 and she focused on her work like I, but I guess if I was 23 I'd be focused on my work like I love their admiration for how ruthless business people they are like they love each other because they're both that way it's fucking fascinating yeah I need that I need my business girl Girl. I need my Ew. little business girl. I do. I business need my little. Are you talking about me? I need my little business girl. No, you're my. Oh, you're what we have is is purely carnal. I need my little business girl. Wow. I need someone who's going to build an empire with me. Yeah, <laughs> I've said that stop. to dudes. I've said that to dudes. I'd be like, I'm looking for the Jay Z to my Beyonce. Like, if you ain't trying to do that, I don't really see the point in this conversation. And you're correct. I got to stop saying stuff like that, though, on the podcast, because it really is getting to a point now where I think like I'm constantly joking that I'm uh, gay so that I can have a career and that I want to have sex with my female. Like it's the point now where people are going to think I'm pretending to be gay, but I am really gay. I mean, when you say it like that, and they're gonna think I'm pretending to be gay. Like, uh, you can't really. There's no pretending. And you guys didn't that. see what he that did. Could with be really his good hand. acting, Marcella. Get you didn't see it. what he did with his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was absolutely snapping in a, a formation when I said <laughs> yeah. that, which doesn't. Yeah, help. so far away from the mic. 
That's so. You funny. can't hear it because he kept his hand away. It was also really brave of Marcella to do gay voice. I thought that was a kind of a brave choice. I mean, Powerful, I was a homophobic even. child, so I were you really a hundred percent. I was Tell raised Catholic. Yeah, I was Catholic. I mean, I am technically <laughs> still Catholic, but I was super Catholic. I was like, you know, raised by like. Well, I don't want to talk shit about my parents, but you know, I was homophobic. <laughs> I would say that I take ownership of that shit. I was terrible. I, I like apologized to this to well, you know. Now well, we're not really friends, but he was, uh, you know, a classmate of mine, and I apologized to him when I was in high school. And I, I have it in my yearbook. He was like, "Apology accepted. You ruined my years of my oh elementary my and junior year." Yeah. What age did you flip the what switch? Changed. Yeah. Why? You know, I don't know, and I kind of wonder where it happened, but it was slow. I I just remember getting into an argument with my mom with my mom in like junior high about it because I was like, "And oh, what if I was gay? Then what? Then I wouldn't be allowed to get married." Like I don't know when it changed, but I fucking went full throttle with that shit once it flipped. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of think like watching TV shows and shit. Like I think all that shit was helpful. I also just was like. I don't know. These gay kids are kind of cool. This is fine. You know, <laughs> they were, you know, cause they, and they were, I mean, back in the nineties, you know, they, everybody was still super closeted, you know? So it was just tough to navigate for everybody. But I think you are. have a good point that the, there, there, there are a lot. So a conversation that plays out a lot is, is conservatives being like the gay liberal left is trying right. to brainwash our kids to be gay. And then other liberals will be like, no, we're not. And I'm always kind of like, yes, the fuck we I are a am. little that is mine. I <laughs> yeah. want everyone to be gay. That is my purpose. That is what I'm when I see a kid and I think about them being straight. It makes me sick. I want them to grow. Sometimes up when you talk mm-hmm. about it like this, I realize that it worked on me and that sucks. Yeah, I hate to be a pawn. I hate to be a pawn. Sometimes when you talk about it as your life's mission and that you're just looking at straights to turn gay. Yeah, I'd it sucks a little to, to see that it, it works. Try have at least at least have threesomes with people Whoa. of the same gender at okay. least do that if nothing oh my god strong th- pro threesome stance on the pod pro, I'm, not cis, for me. I'm too lazy for it i can't uh, I me can't, too i don't yeah, want to do it i'm just like if that's okay <laughs> marcelo do you know that for a, have you had threesomes and disliked no it, or i've you just never guessing? i'm just like i'm exhausted just with a dick you know <laughs> they're exhausting yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i don't think you should ever have to deal with that i'm sorry you've been through that there's so many logistics i mean i don't know how you do it without having a sit-down meeting first just to discuss. I, just I just don't work out enough to try a threesome <laughs> i just think you need a game plan and you, you need do. to understand you need what's happening plan. you need to have the stamina the game plan it's a lot i want a dress rehearsal before i get into a threesome mm-hmm. yeah dress dinner rehearsal dinner bring <laughs> yeah. the family around <laughs> no i want a dress rehearsal i want us to walk through it you <laughs> know a dry Strips run, in hand. literally yeah, a dry, dry run. run. I want a dry run. I want a dry run a where soft, we're just kind of like, all right, run. and then you're gonna go here, okay? And then when you do that, I'm gonna be over here kicking it. Kicking it? <laughs> what are you doing? Kicking it? What are they doing while you're kicking it? I'm kicking it. Damn, that sounds horrible, Marcella. <laughs> we are so <laughs> excited because we want to talk to you about your records. What are you gonna put on these things? Oh my god, where do we start? This was actually really hard to come up with the list. So I'll start light and easy, okay? Uh, the Rihanna gift where she rolls up the car window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. And sexy we've already and cool. sort of, you know, introed this by talking about Rihanna and sort of all that she is. not all all that she is, but we did talk about her a little. Yeah, I just love. The attitude, the like organicness of it. Everything she does is organic. Everything. Are you guys like looking it up right now? Trying yeah, to- I gotta have it in front of you. Absolutely. And uh, I, I also just like how many people have tried to copycat it since, because that is like a widely used GIF. And I, there's like girls that have like Callie Uchis has tried to replicate, like do one that she's like a stern face, and then she starts laughing. <laughs> Right, right when the window closes <laughs> and it's like bitch no like it has to be organic and uh, i just love that gift it's my favorite gift it's my favorite gift to use it's perfect you can use it for so many things yeah it has so much meaning it's like don't talk to me and also she makes this face that's like she's visibly disgusted for you yeah, i'm disgusted by mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. like she like she reacts like, think about what you just like, did yes. yeah like think about what you just did because i'm gonna be out yeah Speaking of trying to replicate it, there is nothing more embarrassing to me than something I think that, you know, gay 
gay culture and uh, <laughs> particularly like in the ball scene, like gay gay culture and black culture and Latina Latino culture in the the ballroom scene overlapped a lot because mm-hmm. all the queer people were there and they were doing different. Th- but there's nothing more embarrassing than when like these kind of gifts were really popular and white gay men started trying to do everything that Rihanna and like Beyonce were doing. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. every like facial expression, every energy, every like every single thing. It was so weird to watch Mm -hmm. culturally. They, they wanted the like iconic energy that this kind of gift has. And it just is not able to be replicated because she's not trying. She's She's not trying. She was and I, I don't, I couldn't find the clip what it's even from, but like the paparazzo says something to her and she's like, (laughs) What the fuck? And then she and pulls, the- you know what I mean? It's so beautiful. <laughs> that was the uh, day party. This what the world don't know of you. Huh? <laughs> Tell her your damn self. You, you have a good Easter, Riri. Hey, you so nice. Well, and the power to to have a driver, to mm-hmm. have, like, all of that is wrapped up in it, too. She's mm-hmm. sitting in the back. She has no responsibilities at all. Yeah. And she's like, oh. No, she looks You're stunning below me. She actively. looks beautiful. Yeah, she looks stunning. She's somehow like professionally lit in the back of this car. Like she look like she is like lit. Like she her face is like the light is coming in exactly where it needs. Like it really is like high quality, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is hot. It's my what favorite. would you? What would you? Okay, if the aliens got you sent this to space, the aliens found it. They found this gift. This gift, gift and gift. It is a gift. It's a gift, a gift and a gift. A gift and a gift. What would you want the aliens to know about Rihanna specifically? Like, what would you want them to know about her position on Earth? That she's perfect. That she's Thank perfect. You. That she's a Thank perfect you. human being. She's a Thank perfect you. specimen. She's a great example of what a perfect human being is. She's a badass. She's a businesswoman. She's an mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. All of the things. I love that. She's a pioneer in the mm. in in the underwear world, in the makeup oh, world, in the makeup world, mm-hmm. in the makeup world. Rihanna really like the different shades of her makeup, the different sizes mm-hmm. of her models. Like Fenty Beauty is really like stunning. Yeah, she has ruined Victoria's Secret. God bless her. They are. Like, I know. They are have you, they're, they're scrambling, scrambling. now. They're, they're like. Scrambling. They're like. Okay, we have trans art, uh, models yeah. now. We, we have, have trans we models, models we have, with tattoos. We have fat models. We have fat satellite. models and tattoos. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> Look at these. Oh, we have the underwear. I'm so stressed. That's yeah. what. <laughs> Victoria's <laughs> Secret is shaking. Victoria's Secret is absolutely shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria really... cannot handle Rihanna. That's no. the secret. I mean, I love. That's it the too. secret. I also just love it because she she's a little ahead of her time and it's beautiful and it's impactful and she is just just perfect she's a perfect human being i also think like something fenty beauty is doing is they're doing all this right like it's representation of like different bodies and different colors and things like that but it a lot of other companies that are doing that that's the 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 mission statement of the Mm -hmm. company and her mission statement is i want women and like all people really not just women to like feel hot and be sexy. Hot. just feel sexy and, and she's not like she's not like i want fat people like she's like yeah. i want all people she's not who want to buy my shit it's not even a want she's saying you are hot you're you hot. deserve yes you are perfect like that's and what here I like is her. a tool for that mm-hmm. if you want it but like i have the sizes for you if you want it and feel yourself in it and she's one of the few popular artist in 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 u.s uh uh, fucking history who like when she got when she gained weight she was like yeah look it i gained it i'm sexy i'm I'm gonna work with this and so many women in the past when they you know gained some weight they fucking were so hard on themselves so terrible to themselves and she did not do that and it was so powerful for so many women to watch i don't want to send rihanna to space we need Um, her here yeah we need her too bad we need her here but she is sort of this gif is sort of as as far as we can go but i do think they need to know sort of i want on the back like i want this to be on a flip card and on the back for it to be like here's the deal with rihanna <laughs> like <laughs> we got to talk to you a little bit about this girl. yeah we're prepping, prepping them for her because she's gonna yeah, go in yeah, there yeah. and just own those fools exactly yeah, yeah 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 marcella what is the next thing you put on your records um seinfeld Okay, the man or the show? The show, not the man. <laughs> you're like you're like the man and all of his girlfriends. 
of his underage girlfriend. Seventeen thirty-eight. They're beautiful at every age, <laughs> especially when you were born. <laughs> that was my favorite show. That was my yeah. favorite show when I was a child. It continues to be something I will always watch when I'm like, what do I watch? I'll just put on Seinfeld. I don't care what episode, what season. It's so wacky. I know every episode, It's I have it all memorized. And so like, even if I miss five minutes to go to the bathroom, I know what's going on. I love that show. I mean, this is maybe an annoying thing to to say about the show, but I hadn't watched it when I was like when it was on I hadn't watched it for a really were, long time like I didn't you go back five, to it called- you didn't watch it when you were five no yeah you should um <laughs> I could have but I I didn't watch it like in college or high school like I never went back to it when people were like I love Seinfeld I was like that's awesome it, yeah. um but I watched it like a couple years ago and I was like working on writing a lot and it like was one of those shows that was like oh this helps with writing structure like you mm-hmm. understand writing structure writing uh watching Seinfeld mm-hmm. like it's just a perfectly formulated sitcom which is kind of like the point of it but like right. it is like a writing exercise to watch it it's yeah like, because oh. it's perfectly formulated but it's brand new like the, the, what yeah. they did at that time was hadn't been done before everyone's sitcom breakdown was the same i mean i think i watched an interview where jerry was like nobody learns anything at the end that's what they wanted they didn't want there to be a fucking moral of the story it was like these people are pieces of shit and you should watch this no hugs no hugs no learning i think was the thing yeah yeah that's exactly right yeah it, it also i wish that seinfeld was such a big obviously huge massive fucking success and the show was really just about personalities it was about characters mm-hmm. more than anything and it feels like now you talk to people who are trying to make stuff and it's almost impossible to get the people with money to go yeah we'll take a risk we'll do something crazy that's really just about characters like they, uh, everybody wants you to be like this is the terminator meets sex in the city and here's right. why it'll sell and it's based on an article that went viral last year right. and it's like take a fucking chance like this is the, they took a huge chance on that show and it yeah. worked out you know what and I mean? Did. Yeah, it was awesome. And I, I remember because I got into it when I was like 12 and there were still new episodes coming out. And I was like, this is so I didn't I just felt that was I think that was my first like kind of grown up show that I got into that I didn't fully understand the humor. And what was cool about it as I got older, it, it like I, I started to appreciate it in different ways. Like, okay, I got older. Okay, now I understand this whole dating bullshit. And then I started co- doing stand-up and I finally understood the stand-up side of it. And it was just like this show that for me, it kept growing and growing into something that m- was more special to me. And I I mean, it's just it's just so funny. It's just so silly. Also, when we were really small kids, we used to watch this movie, Transylvania 6, 5000, that's, and Michael Richards. Was, it's this weird, goofy movie. Very, like, very slapsticky. We would watch it as a family. My whole family loved it. And, and, and Michael Richards was in it. And I just remember he was like on a little, like a toy, one of those little horsies that you go back and forth. Yeah. 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 And it's just this hilarious scene. And then I was like a little kid, like I was 12 and I was like, Hey, that's that guy from that movie that we loved. And, uh, that shit just stayed with me. I love Seinfeld. Yeah. Can you remember any one like obviously you love the whole show, but if you if the if the aliens were pressed for time and they only could watch like one bit or scene or episode of Seinfeld, can you think of one thing that you're like, they have to know this about the show? Oh my god. That is a great question. I mean I'm just maybe the um the episode where uh Serenity Now, Serenity, serenity now. now Serenity Now What is that? When um George is like Try, like Jerry starts tapping into his emotions. He proposes to <laughs> Elaine and George is like holding in his temper. His dad is holding in their temper or Kramer. I don't remember, but they, they fucking, it just, it's chaos. And it's like perfectly, it's a perfect example of everyone's character and, uh, and the story. And it's, kind, it's also nonsensical. Like, that's why I like about the show. Like if you watch, you're like, what the fuck is happening? But it continues to build and build and build. Maybe yep. that one. Yeah. I also like that out of Seinfeld, we're giving them Julia Louis-Dreyfus, which I just really love her. She's great. She's it. She is it. She's everything. Everything she does is... I, she just... She's one of those people that you you see her... You see her and you go, I want to be your friend. You know right. what I mean? Like, I she just has say, that energy. She is warm. Like, yeah. every interview I've ever seen of her, every character... Like, she plays character... Uh, Veep. She's like an mm-hmm. insufferable person and I'm still like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like her. 
New Adventures of Old Christine was also very funny. That yes. was a great show. She was so yeah, she's perfect. She was she's the um the trust fund baby exception. She's actually good at what yeah. she does. <laughs> yeah, money. Didn't, I really didn't do make her less talented. Her. <laughs> yeah, it only helped. Mm-hmm. And you know what else would help this episode is if we went to a break right now to read some ads. <gasps> kind of a genius segue, really. Oh man. Welcome, welcome, Bark! Yes, yes, yes! Oh my God! This is is Marcella. It goes on forever. The rest of the thirty-five minutes. Why is it so good? It's actually kind of just dis- like discon. It's like do you concerning. do this in stand up? No, I'm just do it in life. I do it to a dog. Any chance I get? It's yeah. so good. It's insane. And we, you honestly, I, I feel comfortable so, saying thank this. Thank you so much. Thank you. None so of our guests much. compare to what you just did in the bar. I segment. believe that. I believe that. That's a blessing. <laughs> I'm a blessing. Blessing. I'm a blessing. We want to ask you a quick question. Marcella, what is something so embarrassing that you would delete it from the record of humanity? Rubbernecking. Now, that is for our listeners. When you stupid assholes are driving in your cars and there's an accident or a fire or something happening and you hit the brakes to check it out and you slow down traffic and you create traffic. And if you do it during rush hour, I want to fucking drive my car into your brains. I am so sick of you. Stop looking at people's trauma in real time. Just go on with the drive. It is so fucking annoying. Rubbernecking is pointless. You're a nosy bitch and you need to keep driving. Mind your fucking business. It's always crazy when you are in traffic and you're like, man, what is going on? Like, what is happening? And then you pass it and then the traffic goes away and you're like, and it's really? Yes. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nosy neighbors. It's so fucking annoying. This is not reality television, y'all. Just keep it moving. It also is kind of a, here's what I'll say about it. Well, no, here we go. He does it. What? What, Caleb? Hold on one minute. This is what I will say. If it, this is what, okay, I'll start with what I, okay, look, when you get up there, when you get up there and you see that what's been holding people up is something boring and stupid, like just a fender bender, it's like you guys are fucking children. I agree with you. They should have moved on. I will say this. If it's something fascinating, like a really big fire, then yeah, I got to slow down and look and see what's going on. If it's something big, I got to know what it is. You could just keep driving and look. I'm leaving. I'm logging off of this podcast. I'm out of here. I hate you, Caleb. That would be so funny. I dare you to commit. I dare you to commit in the episode right here. I dare you. No, please don't. (laughs) Don't make... Your producer gave me the no sign, so I'm going to respect him. It would be... You shouldn't, and I'm glad you're not because we have more to talk about, but you... We all have to admit the funniest fucking thing imaginable would be if we put this episode out and it ended right there and we had to just put a note that said Marcelo refused to go on with the podcast. I mean, I, the fact that you're defending rubbernecking is the most obnoxious shit. But again, you're 25 years old. This is the difference. You see what I'm saying, Caleb? You see this, why that matters? Listen, I am not defending it. What I'm saying is listen, I'm 26. He says, uh, listen, I'm 26, I'm 26 now. First of all, I would never say that. It's true. You just but, uh, did. If, if people want to think yeah. I'm 25, that's fine. Look, the fact of the matter is there are levels to what you're describing, I think. And if you slow down a little bit to look at something stupid, you suck. But if you slow down a little bit to look at something really, really interesting, maybe you're maybe you're not so bad. I well, but Caleb, you do think they're that bad when you're in the traffic. Oh yeah, when you I'm have tra- really okay. bad road rage. Oh, when I'm in traffic, I'm Marcella. I'm like, you fucking morons, get the fuck. But when I think about it, really, I'm like, I probably do that a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh my god. You see, that's why that you can't have the road rage if you're doing that shit. See, you can't have. I'm living you proof can't that have you can. Both. Wow. No, we're saying that you're wrong. You're, I'm living proof person. that you can do it all. You can be absolutely infuriated with other people and then do the exact same things they do that make you mad you're a fucking I, you're america bro i'm a living example america. brother i can do whatever hey, i want to be hey it's an american usa 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 release should, your vax card we don't believe you anymore yeah, i don't believe him at all oh my god <laughs> I didn't get vaccinated. that'd be so funny now we're like you're telling people to get vaccinated you're not vaccinated people should be getting vaccinated but that's not important right now what's really important to me and my heart, what's next thank you on the record I choose Mariah Carey's Butterfly album. Thank you. 
it for saying that. The best album. It was her like literal breakthrough album because she was. Go- Did you guys read the memoir? Did you read her memoir? I don't know how. I don't no. know if you guys are big Mariah Carey fans. I grew up on we her. We have her, discussed a little bit of Mariah Carey on the pod and just the way that she throws shade oh, the best, um, right? is something really, truly untouchable. And yeah. our, friend, our friend Alex is going to love this segment because she's a huge Mariah stan. Uh, but what, what is the memoir? She Did she write the memoir? Well, she had a, someone help her write the memoir, okay. but um, yeah. but it's it gets real. It's super intense. It's kind of hard to read at the beginning because you read about her childhood and you're like, holy shit. And also after reading the memoir, especially like all the Tommy Matola shit and uh, and all, all the, you know, the dating and all the everything that happened to her in her childhood. When you go back to listen to the Butterfly album, it's just so much more intense. You're just like, oh, fuck, this explains so much. And I can't believe she was dealing with this, that and the other. And so, like, the album itself is solid. It's perfect. It's beautiful. And then when you read the memoir, you're just like, holy shit, this is something else. Yeah. And I saw her live, and she's perfect. Doesn't dance. Doesn't dance. Love that for her. Her, uh, really, when you talk about, like, there are a lot of girls who have vocals. There are a lot Mm -hmm. of girls who have attitude. There are a lot of girls who have style. There may not be somebody more than Mariah Carey who exemplifies in pop the truly like full package effect. Yeah. She has it all. She's she's shady. She's iconic. She can sing. Her voice is uh, her whistle tone is fucking (laughs) like, oh, my God, you did it. (laughs) That was a bit I do on stage. Where I'm, I'm like, I'm right carrying the studio and I just do that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, wait. <clears throat> you no. do scales. You do scales. <laughs> you go from all the way down and up. Yeah, that's what I do. It's really fun. Um, no, she's got it all. She does. She's the best. And she's an incredible writer. She, she's the most proud of being a songwriter, which is what I love about her. She's like, no, I'm, I'm proudest of being a songwriter. And she encourages all the women she interacts with to write their own music at least part, like contribute to writing so that, cause that's where, that's where the money is. And, um, yeah, she's the best. She also has that iconic diss. I think she's talking about Jennifer Lopez where, where she, I where she know her, that, I don't know her that too. But there's also a part of that beef where she's like, where, where Jennifer, when, when they're like Jennifer, one of the interviewers is like, does all the attention Jennifer Lopez gets, does that bother? Is there, is there rivalries by the way in this business? There are rivalries, but I don't think she has anything to do with me. I mean, my whole thing is singing, writing she's songs. Singing is the, is first and foremost. It's a God given talent that I'm grateful for. Her thing is something different. Do you have a it is so fucking iconic. This drag, dude. The book. She goes in. She goes in on. She never mentions her name, but she talks about her quite often, and it's fucking beautiful. It's awesome. <laughs> Does she talk about Eminem in the book? You know what? I don't remember. I think, you know, she does the shady thing where she's like, you know, people lie about you and they want to hook up or whatever. Um, she, 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 I'm telling you, that wasn't even the juicy part. She was just like, that JLo shit was, when, in terms of gossiping about other celebrities, that was the one. It was so good. We can't keep talking about this on the pod, but... Because we do a lot. The Mariah Carey Eminem beef and specifically diss tracks on both ends is one of sort of the most... It brings us so much joy. Yeah, and from that Mariah Carey diss track obsessed, my favorite little like sec- section of lines in almost any song is uh, when Mariah Carey says, "I just think that's so fucking like." I listen to that and I'm just like. Go oh, like I just love that. It feels like such a good insult because it's normal insults are so boring. Normal insults are like yeah. you're fat, you're ugly, you're stupid, your mom's trash, whatever. This is like you're you're a mom and pop. I'm a corporation. It's like it's just so like it stings, you know? It's, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you're getting LLCs involved. It's like damn. There's an escort. She's talking about escorts. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, she did it. She did that. The other thing I love about that album. You know, Mariah, because she's a songwriter, she loves to fucking play with words. She's she loves a long syllable word. She loves a syllable word, and uh, I learned a lot of words from that album, like nonchalant. That's like I had to like look it up in the dictionary when I was a kid. <laughs> like, what does that mean? And uh, that's why I loved about Mariah. It's like I learned words because of her. It was awesome. She's awesome. Is there a song from this album that you would like? You would want to highlight? for the aliens i think the roof is a great um also first of all just a great song as it is and it, it i think it's the one that samples mom deep i can't remember but um she 
it's it's such a perfectly written it's like such an r&b ballad but it's like fun it's hip-hop it's it's perfectly her and when you read the memoir too you're just like oh because it's about Derek jeter and you're just like this is so weird to now listen to this album knowing that she was trying to fuck Derek jeter she was just like obsessed with him Exactly. Damn. Yeah. The beginning of that, when that beat first comes in, is like, ooh, it feels so good. It feels so right. It feels so good. It's like, and it kind of builds, but it just has this, it just lands in a perfect spot. You're kind of like, where is this going? And it's like, hmm. I also uh, this isn't important, but I wanted to say um, in terms of teaching uh, teaching people words with their music, Mariah Carey unfortunately does have to come in second place to Ti. Number one, Ti. <laughs> Ti is famous for being like you're like he'll constantly just be like uh, you know extra calorie like he'll say he'll say the most crazy words in his shit. It's insane. What about that one song? I forget whose song it is. And it's like the only way a lot of us even know how to spell independent. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Well, also, T.I. has the longevity of always doing too much with words. But I will say maybe one of the most important word teaching moments in all of music history is this kiss by Faith Hill when she says centrifugal motion. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Who else could do that? And, and she delivers it so beautifully, too. Centrifugal motion. Yeah, it's yeah. hot. Um, I love Mariah Carey. I think this is a great addition. Do you, um, is there any particular circumstance, Marcella, that you want the aliens to get the Butterfly album under? Like, do they need to be in a certain setting to experience this? Do they need to be in a mindset going through a breakup? Yeah. I think we, they need to be a little high. Love it. Just okay. a little. Not blazed out of their fucking minds. Okay. Right. Just Buzz. a little, just, yeah, that's a little faded and they got to be with their favorite, whoever, not necessarily going through a heartbreak, but definitely with the homies that would understand what it feels like to be heartbroken. Yeah. I love that. Can they, and I hope they start crying a little bit. I will say they that. They will. They will. You never yeah. know. And you, the, the thing about that album is you never know which song it's going to be. You never you don't know. know where it's going to come. Mm-hmm. Do you want you do? And I assume this. I mean, she did them in order for a reason, but you want them to listen to it in order. Of course. Have to. Yeah. She, you know, she's, she's an, a true artist. She, she knows how to, you know, set, set, set the album, the tone and the pacing. And so, yeah, it's great. And there's a Prince cover on there. Oh, it's just a perfect album. Prince. I love Prince. Um, what is next on your record? A hug from a toddler who thinks you're the coolest person on the planet. Damn. That's fucking Toddlers crazy. are perfect. They are. They're the perfect human. They're just, they're not a baby anymore, but they're not a thinking person. You know, like they, yeah, they have, they have enough going on where you can sort of talk to like mm-hmm. going on. Babies are, going on. yeah, they do. They do. They, have their going on any of us. they got their programs. Yeah. They got their <laughs> shows. They got, they got their, they got so, they have so much lived. They just, they know what's going on up there in that imagination. Their imaginations are more powerful this, than ours. This is the second episode in a row where we have claimed that toddlers have a lot of lived experience. I do. That is that. the direct opposite of the truth, but I love it for us. I love that for I us. I think that toddlers have lived experience. In past lives, maybe. Well, they remember they're starting to remember shit so they can like, you know, make they can associate and rem- and like navigate experiences. Oh god, it's beautiful. I mean, there's always all those stories about like when kids are young, they really do feel like they know stuff. Like mm-hmm. you ever read like spooky stories kids have like spooky things kids have said to their parents that are like, "She's in the room with us." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> and they like are too close to the other realm. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kids have ghostly vibes for sure, mm. um, and I love that. <laughs> Marcel, who who is the who is the toddler in your life uh, that that most recently did this? Well, I have eight nieces and nephews. Yeah, okay. And Damn, okay. Yeah, so the oldest right now is seventeen. The youngest is like, 
I want to say seven. So they've they've now grown out of that. And yeah. I'm definitely missing like what I used to do. And it's from my nephew who's 17. What I used to do, my mom has this long hallway. So, so I would be at the end of the hallway when that was my room. And I would just, whenever they would come up, in the house, I would like just stand at the end, like on like on my knees and with my hands wide open. And they all knew to just run into my arms and then we would just have a nice sweet hug. And it was the best. And I did it with all eight of them. But now they're all like too, they're too big for that. Like, yeah, they'll hug me, but they don't do the <laughs> running down the hall, yeah. excited to see their tia. Um, I mean, they're still excited to see me, but it's just not the same when they're like three, four, even five. They're just, they're little, oh my God, it's so sweet. And it's just, they, there's, there's really nothing like is. it. It's a sweet hug. They just think that you're fucking cool as fuck. Cause they're like, you're an adult, but cause I'm silly with the kids. So they're like, you're an adult, but you're kind of silly like a kid. And they kind of can't figure out what the fuck I even am. And, um, Beth Stelling had that really good joke where she was babysitting a kid and they were like, are you a kid? Cause you're not a mom or some shit like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like they have that perspective like they just they kind of can't fit you anywhere, but they just know you're cool and if you don't have kids, you know, they just like, you know, you got extra money so you dress a little funky and they're just like, "What? I didn't know adults dress like this." Like they're just yeah. toddlers are the best. Do you ever have any toddlers that are like they're like a niece or a nephew or like a friend's kid or someone you hit it off one time like they were obsessed with you then you don't see them for a while and the next time you see them you're so excited and they're like a little shy and you're yeah. like oh that is one of the coldest burns <laughs> i mean me. it comes with the territory i mean yeah they have lived experiences but they don't have the memory you know i but when they like hide behind a bat when you're like hot they hide behind hi, the thigh and they hide behind you're like yeah you're like you liked me yeah <laughs> you liked me last time i mean i'm usually fine with that because i'm like okay you got to build that trust again and it's fine it's just usually faster because now you also know what they like you know marcella do your uh do your little people in your life still think you're cool be honest hell yeah even the hell 17 yeah. year old hell yeah, yeah. I love even that. the 17 year old um still thinks i'm cool because bitch i am cool bitch. exactly okay. correct exactly okay. correct but kids sometimes don't know like i sometimes feel i sometimes feel like look my my little cousins do not know that i'm cool they don't know about my life they don't when i try to tell them about my life they're like in their tablets they do not know yeah and i am I mean, cool and they're missing out I definitely think the the 13 and the 12 year old are in that space where they just they're just kind of being antisocial. So I'm like, ah, that's all. But I'm now I'm used to it. So I'm just like, oh, I'll give it a couple of years. We'll, they'll be we'll be home. You'll come back soon. Yeah. yeah, that's what always happens. I mean, You'll that's be back. Been, yeah, that's what's always nice about having eight of them in varying ages. Um, but like the, my sister's daughter, um, she's I want to say eight. And she like she likes to match with me, and I'm like, oh, this is so fun. We get all matchy matchy. I buy little accessories that we both wear. Oh, that shit's my favorite too. So like, yeah, I'm not getting the that 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 running hug and embrace, but um, there's other things to enjoy as they get older. Yeah, I love that. I think. I also wonder, like, you know, I feel like human touch is, is such a huge part of the human experience, like touching, hugging people you love and getting hugs from people you love. And I just wonder, like, if aliens do exist, like, will they fuck with that at all? Like, will they hate it? You know what I mean? Will we be able yeah. to touch them? Will they like it? Like, I don't know what that's like do for them. Do they turn to dust when we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. that's, a good, that's a great question. Yeah. You got to wonder. Why do they and share they intimacy, would. you know? I think they would. I like to think so. Because it's so big for us. And I want them to be able to get this hug that you're trying to send. What if they only make out when they greet each other? Like then they wouldn't be able to hang out, out with the kids Hot. anymore. We'd have to stop letting them hang <laughs> out with the kids. So true. Yeah, so that'd true, be, so be, true, be so curtains true. on hanging out with the kids. But for the adults, maybe if you're into it. If they're hot, I don't know what they're going to look like. Yeah, it would suck if they were ugly. But like, who knows? I don't know. Would, I would if do it even if they were ugly. Well, I was going to say, if they're ugly, that means they're they're better at kissing, right? Do you this think that? This is the question... Not necessarily because they aren't ugly to each other. They don't have practice. Like they haven't That's had to, to work up. That's, the reason uglier people are good kissers is because they're sort of making up for something. The aliens, yeah. if they That's have a great as, point, a Shelby. as a species, is it bestiality to fuck an alien? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> huh. <laughs> now, what do, what do you tell me what you mean by that? Um, <laughs> speak on that a little bit if you don't mind well, we talk so much about could we fuck the aliens what would they look like will we want to fuck the aliens and i'm thinking we don't fuck the things we've got going on around here you don't i yeah and i want to keep it that way and so, so speak I, for you okay mm -hmm. i don't fuck other species as is and that's for you and that's fine if it works for you and so they are another <laughs> species and yeah. we're just is it when they come, will it be fucked up to fuck them? 
Shelby. <laughs> Marcella giving a, an exasperated Shelby is honestly like, that's the point of the pod, baby. That's keeping records. <laughs> keeping records is what's a guest exhaustedly Marcella? saying Shelby's name. <laughs> Marcella, what's wrong? <laughs> you tell me, bitch. You tell me. <laughs> That is so funny. I even okay if they were into it and it was cool. Okay, even if they were like disgusting, like slimy, gross creatures, and one of them wanted to fuck me, I would fuck it just so I could tell people like I fucked in a hundred percent. Like yeah. y'all have never, y'all could never, y'all do not. Okay, only fuck humans. That's a yes. That's a yes and man right there. Thank you. Exactly. I feel like it would be okay if they. I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. What do you speak your mind, girl? Well, I'm like. I can't because every time I start to think I found a solution, I I have found another reason why it doesn't work. Shelby, do you have a type when you go out prowling? Do you have a type? Come on, Marcella. Come on, Marcella. I love this. This is what's your type, girl? Yeah, everybody say your type. What? Where does this slot in? Just say your type. My type in my type in men is um. It's like either skinny skate skater stoners or like Seth Cohen Jewish boys. So you have a very specific type. Well, for men because most other kinds um do scare me. And then um, oh. that's not true actually. Yikes. <laughs> what men are scary ultimately? Am I wrong? I mean, I'm six two. I'm not scared of those motherfuckers. Exactly. I am. Oh, Thank that's you, what Marcella. you don't understand. I am five foot. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they get it. That's why you're like, like that. you're saying you like the skinny because you got that ass. So they're just like, oh, I'm skinny and you got that ass. So this works. Thank you, Marcella, for being pro men on the pod, though. For real. That was nice of you. I love a dick. Thank you. <laughs> Thank everybody with a dick. I love. That's good for oh, them. Me I love too. That. Ugh. Show <sighs> it. I want to see it. I'm feeling very on an island right now, but um, my type in women is literally anyone that sort of intimidates me. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I see that for you. Marcella, what's your type? Be honest. I don't have one. I'll, Marcella, I'll, stop. I you are so going to you jail, You forced dude. me into a type. This is crazy. Well, because I didn't force you into a type. I asked you if you had a type. You could have said no, bitch. You went skinny scare boy <laughs> after wondering if... Now I understand why you're uncertain about the aliens. Because if you have such a specific type when it comes to men, you're going to see an alien and be like, alien's not my type. And it's like, bitch, he's an alien. I fuck all kinds of people. I'm not even specific yeah, to gender. Yeah, you might. That's true. So, but that who who knows if they're boy or girl aliens? Marcella, do you think aliens have gender? I don't. I don't think they got gender. That's an incredible I think, point. I think they got their own holes and their own labels, and they just get go to town whenever they can. I think you saying that you don't have a type is one of the the most upsetting things that's ever happened to me because I don't believe you. I think you have a type. I mean, I I look. I love to fuck a black guy, but that that's not necessarily my type you know like i've fucked everything short tall fat skinny muscular dude there's not even an energy component there's not even like a personality trait that you like yeah skinny skater is more about the energy of a skinny skater you don't have to skate to be in that type not really i don't i don't have it i'm just like i mean you know as long as they're not scared of me and they yeah, find me funny okay there we go they find you funny that's big they find me funny then then we will be fine but even then i've i've hooked up with dudes that aren't they don't find me funny because i'm just like well i'm just trying to hook up and you're hot so that's fine have you hooked up with fans from shows i don't think so have i i don't think i have i wish i i wish but they are petrified after i kill it on stage and i'm like this i'm just being hella mean on stage <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> like their, their dicks get smaller it's not There's, fun. They don't like it. Okay, well, I love that for you. Fuck them. You, you, don't, you don't need them. You don't want them. Now that I've been attacked on the pod, I'd like to ask what's That's next on the record. so funny to claim wow, you were attacked. Shelby. <laughs> so funny to claim it was an attack. Well, I was on an island for a little. Yeah. Were you? Or did you put yourself there? Okay. Uh, um, you put me there. Did I? Or didn't? Okay. Um, <laughs> and my last pick is press-ons. Press ons. Tell press us about on nails. it. I love a press on nail. I didn't back in the day because they ha- they used to be like really poor quality, and, and you know, and then I would get the acrylics. The pandemic happened, and I was not going to the nail salon, and I just was like, well, fuck it, let me just start putting on press ons, and they are incredible. The 
the the change the the elevation of quality the glue is perfect you can have them on for a week they're all cute and beautiful and these are the ones i have on right now this one fell off and i replaced it with okay a stunning one. those but are cute an accent nail yeah on accident an accent accident <laughs> now and um and I'm loving them. They're so fun. And it's also just like nice to like take a break and give my nails um, some breath. And I think that the aliens would fucking rock a damn press on like a motherfucker. You're rocking the fuck out of them. I know that the aliens would too. They should. There's so many fun things to do with a press on. Yeah, like hold a on. dick. Like hold a dick. Hold a dick is a big one. That. Like hold a dick. Hold a hot dog. Period. Hold a banana. End of list. Hold end a of popsicle. List. End of list. <laughs> hold a dick. End of list. <laughs> hold a dick end of list I yell at someone <laughs> bitch yeah or that Tap. thing that thing that uh, oh, Dolly yeah. Parton Dolly did Parton. Wait, wait, let me do where it. she played the, yeah hold on we can all do it ASMR looks like yeah. she's jerking off <laughs> yeah it did so, look so, like, pretty quietly, brutal just like <laughs> it looks so pretty brutal over there in, in Caleb's window <laughs> wait can I get video of that so like it's so bad. The audience, the audience will never know how gross it was. It really was so gross. The focus of it all. Yeah. Oh no, I'm posting this one. That's perfect. The um okay, here's a here's a scenario for you, Marcella. We send press-ons to the aliens. They start wearing press-ons. They decide they love fashion. They start buying Telfar bags. They start dressing like absolute Instagram mm-hmm. baddies. They start getting hot. They're getting they're getting BBLs. They're getting lips, faceless. They start stealing our men. Now all of a sudden, no one who likes men on Earth can get fucked. Why? Are, what do you do? Would you feel responsible for that? Yeah. Are you wow. scared? Now? Sad. sad. I'm. Re- you devastated me. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought this scenario was going somewhere else. I was like, okay, now what? Okay, and then you said that, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah. what did I do? I'm not scared on the pod to bring up some of the unfortunate realities of the premise. Wow. I mean, I'm sorry, everyone. I did not know we were going to have dick taken away from us. My bad. Yeah, it's a dick. It's a dick. And you know how nice it is to hold a dick with a press. It's so nice. It's my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. I got big hands. Oh, guys. If you have uh, a great dick and you're uh, and you think Marcella's funny, you have to hit her up. She will absolutely love it. Um, only in a cool way. Don't be weird. <laughs> I mean, I you know what? I do love an unsolicited dick pic. I'm, unlike other broads, what? unlike I love other broads, that I love them. I just I once was in a car driving and I got one and I was like. Ah! I was like, oh yeah, this is worth pulling over. I like immediately. Well, do you exit. like it? Do you like it in like in a hot way, or do you think they're just like funny Both. to get? Both. Everybody That's send Marcella dick pics. Everybody I mean, send Marcella dick people pics are usually right too scared of me to do it, but yeah, because they're duh. like, she'll put us on blast, and I'm like, well, it depends on that how it looks. Boo. Oh my god, I love a dick. Are you kidding me? We can't be encouraging dick pics, but. I, I think I, I Shelby, never, I, if people send me a dick pic, I'd be Debbie into Downey it. over here, just fucking on the island, just yuck. Cock I don't think I don't want more of them. So if we're gonna go on air saying send more of them, I don't want them coming Shelby, my way. Do you get some? Do you ever get some? In DMs, yeah. Oh my god, I never. This never happens to me. Well, you're not a woman. They they send Doesn't them to women to me. because doesn't happen to me. I do. Oh not get well, them. that's why you like it. It's not fun when you get them. No, I mean sometimes I I will say I don't get them to the point that some of the, my white peers are getting them. I don't know what it is. It gets I, I I don't know. But then when I get them, I'm like, ooh, this is funny. This is fun. Do this is do hot. do you guys know anyone who has gotten a dick pic unsolicited on the internet and then fucked that person? Like, is that happening? I don't no. think so. Like, what are guys thinking? I don't know. There's that really funny. Did you see that really funny um, cartoon where a guy is like, oh, what do I do? How do I impress her? What can I do? And then <laughs> next, <laughs> it's just him holding his dick, trying to take a picture. <laughs> it's so aggressive. <laughs> it made me laugh. I get dick pics on Grinder, of course. Everyone gets dick pics yeah. on Grinder. That's not special. I want to get dick pics on Instagram and Twitter. That's when I feel like I would feel desired yeah. by strange by strange men. Yeah, I have to even be so good dick upset. Pics. Shelby hates dick pics. Well, nobody that sends them is normal. That's not true. <laughs> you guys are in a you guys are in a dick uh, feud. We're in a dick feud. Yeah. 
No one that sends them is normal. I think that might be true. That might be true. I don't That's think not solicited, a normal cool it thing is to true. Do. That's not oh, a solicited? Solicited. Unsolicited. Unsolicited, yes. yes. Cool people are sending to solicited strangers. Dick pics, do you mean for sure. Unsolicited to complete strangers. Yes, I yes. do agree with that. That's aggressive. Yeah. Unsolicited dick pics, nobody cool is sending them, is what I meant. Yeah. But that but doesn't mean hot. that it's not worth looking at. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they do that because they're just like, yeah, but it's huge. It's like, and, and then like, they're right. So you like it from a scientific <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Scientifically, she wants to have sex with the big dick. That's yeah. the science of it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. If so, I will say if someone hot, if someone hot sent me a dick pic, I would be, I would hook up with them. I would not, unsolicited from a stranger. Yeah, but you are men, never going to yeah, see their face. Gay men are, you guys are on a whole other level. All are just. <laughs> they aren't, and they also are not showing you their face. Well, I would be like, do you want to do something about this? Or was it just for me to see it? And if they're like, I want to do something about it, I'd be like, show me your face. And if they were like, because that happens a lot on gay apps where guys will send you their dick and then I'll be like, send me your face. And they'll be like, no. And I'll be like, then fuck off. I'm not going to have sex with someone whose face I haven't seen. Are you insane? Right. Yeah. They come in a mask. Not just like the face mask, full face. You think you're a baklava, balaclava? What's a it balaclava, called? Balaclava. <laughs> a balaclava. Um, Funny to call it a baklava, a dessert. They come with a dessert. Look, we have to wrap up now. Marcella, tell people about your shows and where they can find you, please, my friend. I will be at the Bell House July 31st in New York. Please come. We're going to have an after party. It's going to be so fun. And I'm headlining, bitch. Come through. My new material is fucking cracking right now. And I'm on the scroll down here uh, at HeadGum with Nicole Thurman. And otherwise, I have other dates coming out. So you can follow me at Marcella Comedy. And that's all my socials. So thanks, y'all. At first, I thought you meant I have other dates like like with men like i'm going on dates i'm going on dates, I'm going like, on dates okay, out here. Yeah. i don't i'm struggling right now it's bad right now so yeah, yeah send, me those it's dick like pics. That. send her the dick pics and you guys have to go check out the scroll down it's a headgum podcast with nicole thurman and it's so so funny just like marcella said go listen to it if you like this you'll like that marcella thanks mm-hmm. for being on dude thanks for having me sorry shelby and i have a dick feud but it is what it is sometimes it is what it is sometimes it'd be it be that way it'd it be that way honestly dicks put wedges in friendships sometimes yep and butts and and, in friendships exactly that butts and friendships that was a hit gum original